On today's episode of Locked On Mariners, what will it cost to land Frankie Montes or Luis Castillo this summer? Jeff Carr of Locked On Reds and Jason Burke of Locked On A's weigh in with their trade proposals. Plus, another questionable source has linked the Mariners to Juan Soto. We'll tell you what it all means coming up. Coley, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Locked On Mariners podcast. It is Thursday, July 21st, 2022. And thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms with new episodes coming out every Monday through Friday. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. We cover the Mariners over at InsideTheMariners.com. For Fan Nation over on the Sports Illustrated Network, be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. This is D-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at C-Pat11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash control the zone. We post two additional podcasts on there every single week. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash control the zone. If this is your first time joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. We are making the climb to 2,411 subscribers. And if we reach that mark by August 2nd, we're giving away a signed Mitch Hanniger card. So if you haven't subscribed already, be sure to do so right now. Tell your friends to do it. Tell your enemies to do it, especially. Look at that card. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So on today's episode, we got Jeff Carr of Locked on Reds and Jason Burke of Locked on A's to submit trade proposals to us for Frankie Montes and Luis Castillo. We'll be getting into those later on in the show, and we'll be playing pretty much a take-it-or-leave-it type of game with both of those trade proposals. But first, there's another Juan Soto rumor with the Mariners. This time it comes home. Colby's very, very excited for this. I, I, I can tell, as you can see it on his face, he is so stoked to be talking about Juan Soto for the third day in a row but now it's bob nightingale everyone's favorite baseball reporter has linked the seattle mariners to juan soto saying that the nationals are fielding preliminary offers for juan soto with seven teams already weighing in including three in the nl west he lists the mariners padres giants dodgers cardinals yankees and mets as the teams that have checked in at least with the nationals but colby we shouldn't be surprised that the mariners have at least checked in they have at least kicked the tires and maybe even submitted a starter offer if you will right mm, i don't believe bob nightingale so maybe i'd be a little surprised um that's just good advice in general don't believe everything bob nightingale tweets uh but i think yeah, I think they probably have at least reached out. I mean, they'd be dumb not to. Uh, I think every team in baseball should reach out, to be frank. Um, but obviously, Seattle is one of the only teams that kind of fits certain criteria that, you know, you, you have to to acquire somebody like Juan Soto. And I think the seven teams on that list, uh, for the most part, all meet that requirement. I'm not sure San Diego does. People keep trying to, like, shoehorn them in there. And I just don't see the prospect capital or the the depth on their major league team to to handle that so not to mention they're already complaining about the luxury tax and Juan Soto's making 17 million dollars this year and probably a combined 55 million over the next two so 
We'll see. And plus, if the Nationals really want teams to take on Patrick Corbin's contract, I don't think the Padres can be in this at all. But regardless, mm-hmm. the other six teams, they all kind of match that criteria. Um, so, yeah, it would make sense that Seattle would reach out. Um, you know, Jerry was on uh, was on 710 uh, Seattle today, and uh, he did mention that, you know, they weren't opposed to acquiring stars. And he did mention how expensive things are going to be. Uh, at the trade deadline like they are every year and they're more than willing to trade these these top prospects to help their team this year uh didn't specifically mention soto did talk a lot about adding pitching starting pitching in general Mm -hmm. uh so no i'm not surprised that the mariners would have reached out already um jerry i think to me in this case this feels like jerry saying like here's the best we're gonna do get back Mm -hmm. to us if it works for you um because i i really think it's it's pretty cut and dry like jerry's not not dumb. Um, mm-hmm. He's not going to be like, well, maybe we can give Levi Stout instead of Amerson. Hand. That's not happening. So mm-hmm. I think it's very clear. Jerry probably goes into it and says, Hey, what do you think of, of these players? Blah, blah, blah. And then they say, okay, well, here's what we can do. Get back to us. If you have mm-hmm. any questions or anything like that, I think that's pretty much the approach here. Um, and I, I think it's a, a good way to kind of set a baseline for other teams and mm-hmm. more or less, start eliminating competition, quote unquote. Mm. Uh, to me, I, I still think Soto probably ends up with the Dodgers, the Yankees, or the Giants. Um, those three teams seem to match best uh, in terms of what, maybe even not the only what the Nationals, what's that? Maybe even the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, yeah, yeah, the Cardinals, because they're prop, they probably just wouldn't be looking to extend him. Um, right. And the Mariners wouldn't either, so... Uh, yeah, it's 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 maybe, but I, I think it's probably one of those three teams. I think the most likely thing is still Soto stays in Washington, mm-hmm. but if I had to, you know, put the Mariners' chances on that list of five, a list of seven teams there, I would probably rank the Mariners fifth, um, mm-hmm. which you know, still top five out of twenty nine other bidders. That's that's something, and uh, you know, it only takes one player for for uh, for Washington to to uh, to say yes. That's the offer we're willing to take. Well, like I said yesterday, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and we don't know mm-hmm. what the Nationals particularly think about the Mariners' prospects relative to what other teams have to offer as well. Um, and it's not just prospects for the Mariners either. I mean, they do have some major league pieces or, or players that are just about ready to uh, take the next step into into the major league level So that are going to be of interest to the Nationals. But, yeah, I think, um, you know, at the end of the day here, Jerry DePoto wouldn't be doing his job if he was if he didn't check in at least if he didn't make the call right even if there isn't much hope for them to actually land Juan Soto it would not even trying not even just gauging what the Nationals actually think you know talking to them directly and and finding out exactly what it is they're looking for that he just wouldn't be doing his job so this is probably all that is is him just making the call checking in seeing what's up maybe he submitted an offer or at least just said like hey we would be willing to part with this this and this you know what do you think like you said uh, but other than that I, I i don't think that until until i hear it from a more credible source honestly because just bob nightingale is so wrong all the time he is so so wrong all the time he is notoriously wrong he is i I have rarely seen him properly break news before anyone else and be 100% accurate with it. So until I see it from a, a more credible source, I'm just taking this mostly as the, the Mariners are just 
you know, they're making the call, which is, I mean, that's common yeah. sense. Whether Bob Nightingale said that or not, that's just common sense that the Mariners checked it yeah. at some point it's, on Juan Soto. Yeah, it more to me talks about due diligence than anything else. Um, yeah. If we start seeing reports from, you know, Passin or or uh, only Rosenthal, Morosi, or even some of the local guys like uh, Ryan Divish or, or Shannon Dreyer, I think that's when you can start to get pretty excited that this thing might have legs. But until then, we'll see. Like I said, I, I mean, I think Ty and I have talked this to death. Neither of us are opposed to the idea. Um, it just, it gets really sticky when you start talking about adding the type of pieces that I think you're going to need to add to get Juan Soto. I'm not trading George Kirby. I'm not trading Logan Gilbert, period. I'm not trading either of those guys. And I think you're going to have to, to beat some of these other teams offers. And I'm just, I'm not interested in that because I want to win for a decade, not three years. There's no guarantee you win with Juan Soto either, by the way. All right. So speaking of trades, you know, you mentioned earlier that Jerry DePoto spoke to 710 Seattle Sports today and talked about how their focus is primarily on starting pitching. And it seemed like he didn't rule out the top of the market. So that means Luis Castillo, Frankie Montes, Pablo Lopez, guys like that. Well, we reached out to Jeff Carr of Locked On Reds to craft a Luis Castillo trade proposal for us to react to. And we're going to play a little bit of a take it or leave it type of game in just a moment but real quick a reminder this episode of locked on mariners is brought to you by the sports card investor app we have a great new app to tell you about the sports card investor app it is a one-stop shop for all your card collecting needs you can check the market activity and trends for over 630,000 cards see all the ebay listings and make purchases right through the app and i don't even want to know how much julio rodriguez cards are going for right now <laughs> i bet that's uh gone up 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 stonks stonks baby stonks um but if you want to see for yourself i mean that, that's going to be quite the sticker shock i would think you can find all the info you need on the sports card investor app right now on your mobile device it is available for free on the google play and apple app stores or you can go to sportscardinvestor.com forward slash locked on. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers over at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, just like us so how much will it cost the mariners or any other team to acquire luis castillo from the reds well we asked jeff carr of locked on reds to tell us his thoughts on how much this is truly truly going to cost jerry depoto and company he submitted a mock trade proposal to us so we're going to react to that but first let's check in with jeff jeff what do you got for here's us? what we're saying the Reds would trade Luis Castillo and Brandon Drury to the Seattle Mariners, and they would get back a haul. They would get back Noel V. Marte, top 20 prospect, very, very good shortstop who's going to absolutely build something with this team next year. Matt Brash, kind of pitcher you could probably call up as soon as he gets here. And Levi Stout, maybe not this year, but ready next year. Then you got... I'm going to switch out Milcar Perez for Zach Deloach and George Feliz, two good outfield prospects who could add, if if nothing else, they're definitely going to the kind of depth at the major league level. And we're not talking about organizational 
professional depth, talking about depth at the major league level, if not be a starter or two for you. So Luis Castillo, Brandon Drury for Noel V. Marte, Matt Brash, Levi Stout, um, Zach Deloach, and George Feliz. Now that's a lot of names. That's a lot of stuff, and you're talking about a huge haul of prospects, and you'd love to see exactly what the Reds can do. This is the type of thing that I'm talking about. This is why this is the biggest story of the second half for the Reds. So, okay, as Jeff said, that is a massive, massive haul from the Mariners. A lot of players switching hands here. The Mariners not only get Luis Castillo in the steal, but also Brandon Drury, but they have to give up Noel V. Marte. They have to give up Matt Brash. They have to give up Levi Stout, Zach Deloach, and George Feliz. Colby, what do you think? I think the inclusion of Brash maybe tips the scale a little bit too far just because Brash can help the Mariners this year. Um, I do wonder how Jerry feels about Matt Brash because I, obviously, you know, they, I don't, I don't want to say they gave up on him as a starter. They did for this year, but I don't know if that's necessarily a long-term thing, but if it is, then they should have no issue including Brash in a deal like this, because if you don't think Brash can start, he's, he's not a top, you know, six or seven prospect. Uh, it's just not, not in the Mariner system anyway. So, um, you know, Noelvi Marte is about what I thought for a headliner. Uh, you know, Jeff, uh, would, would learn, uh, fairly quickly that Noelvi is not a shortstop, uh, but he should be a pretty solid third baseman. Uh, and he is on a bit of a heater right now. So there is possible he could be up next year. Levi Stout is a guy that we know the Reds like, uh, they, they almost acquired him when they traded Jesse Winker to Seattle. So that makes a lot of sense. I don't think Jerry's going to have an issue with that. And then the Zach Deloach and George Feliz, how, how Jeff kind of broke it down as like almost two separate trades, uh, Deloach and Feliz for a jury, I would absolutely do uh, in a heartbeat. Mm. Um, and Deloach is, is performing a little bit right now. I mean, and Feliz certainly has some upside, but that that's a deal you make if you're a contender. Um, so I think the brash thing is maybe a little too heavy. Um, I, I think if you're looking for something like, for me, it'd be something like Marte, you know, uh, maybe, maybe Levi Stout and Adam Mako, I think is something I would try, but I honestly mm. don't think it's that far off. It, 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 it sounds like a lot, but if the Mariners really do think Matt Brash is a reliever for mm. them, then yeah, they should be willing to trade him. And the Reds, by the way, can offer Matt Brash a chance to start for a couple of years and try to figure things out. So uh, I think there are some really good elements to this trade. I think for me, it's just, it's a little, it's a little on the high end, but it makes sense. Castillo is one of the top arms available and, and he's not going to be cheap. Yeah. So, you know, I'm mentally prepared. I think any Mariners fan should be mentally prepared here that if you're going to acquire Luis Castillo at the deadline, Nolvi Marte is probably going to head to Cincinnati or it's going to be Harry Ford or Edwin Arroyo. So that's, you know, that's what it's going to cost. That's just, that's, just the fact of it uh so that's that's fine his inclusion is fine the brash thing yeah i i agree with everything that you said i think if the mariners just view him as a pure reliever forever in their organization then i think you do consider that because i mean if while i really like the idea of him as a reliever and i still believe in in him as a starter if they don't believe in him as a starter then he's not as valuable to the Mariners as he might be to the Reds. And so, you know, that would give him an opportunity to actually figure some things out there in the rotation. 
in Cincinnati. Um, Levi Stout, like you said, you know, he he was one of the players that they had um, to choose from for the uh, player to be named later in the Jesse Winker deal. They ended up taking Connor Phillips. We had also been told that he was a, a big topic of conversation for the Reds with the Sonny Gray negotiations uh, with the Mariners. So that makes a ton of sense. And then George Feliz, Zach Deloach for, for Brandon Drury. Yeah, just like you, I, I would absolutely do that. So for me, even though that I would probably change the Matt Brash thing, I'm going to take this deal. What about you? Taking it or leaving it? Uh, yeah, I think I I wouldn't love it just because, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a big fan of Noel V and, and uh, Brash is certainly fun to think about in the, in the bullpen. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're talking about trading my number two, number eight, number 11, um, number 24, and like number 35 prospect for a everyday second base option and a year and a half of a um, number high end number three starter. I, I think you, you probably pull that trigger. Um, yeah. And even though that it feels a little bit aggressive, right, with the Matt, uh, with the Matt Brash inclusion, you know, you might need to get aggressive here to outbid yep. someone like the Yankees mm-hmm. or the Minnesota Twins who have been reported to be interested in Luis Castillo. And you're at this point now, Jerry Depoto even said that today on 710 Seattle Sports, like, you know, it's going to cost a lot. But we're in a position right now where, you know, that makes sense for us. We're going to have to do that. We're going to have to do that a little bit. We're going to have to get aggressive and maybe pay a dollar ten for a dollar. You know, it's yep. just that's what you're going to have to do. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is a, you know, it, it, the sticker shock is is a little much, but I would probably do this because, like you said, you figure out your second base situation and you add a potential number two, probably a number three starter to your rotation. I mean, that that's exactly what you need right now. That's that fills two of your biggest, biggest needs on your to do list right now. So, yeah, uh, if that's what it costs, I, I think you still do that. All right. So. We are not going to stop looking at trade proposals. We got another one coming up for Frankie Montes from Jason Burke. Locked on A's. We'll check in with him in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk Built Bar flavor you love and a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness, but stop drooling and listen they are good for you we're talking low calorie low sugar high protein and all delicious coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time go to built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out they are going fast because they taste amazing and all built bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits eat something that tastes good and is good for you the best part about built puffs is of course they taste amazing but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you they are the perfect treat perfect for when you've got a craving you need to satisfy your sweet tooth or if you need a quick healthy snack they are an excellent source of protein we're talking delicious coconut rich sweet brownie creamy marshmallow stop fantasizing get to built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now at built.com use promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-a-d-1-5 for 15 percent off your order again that's l-o-c-k-a-d-1-5 for 15 percent off your order at built.com so it feels like an entire year that you and I, Colby, have been talking about 
Frankie Montes and the Seattle Mariners. And you know what? I think it actually has almost been about a year because we've been doing this podcast for 11 months now. And pretty sure we've been talking about Montes since last summer, really previewing the offseason for the Mariners. So it seems like as long as his shoulder holds up here, because he did have a little bit of a shoulder issue, had to leave uh, his last start against the Mariners after just one inning, did pitch again. Uh, but Maybe that will scare some teams away. Maybe that lowers his trade costs. Who knows? But let's just check in with the expert himself. Jason Burke of Locked On A submits a trade proposal for Frankie Montes to the Seattle Mariners. Well, I've been so endeared today because you want Frankie Montas. I have a Frankie Montas. How's it going? It's Jason Burke from Locked On A's. I have an offer for you, and I assume I, I've been listening to the podcast. You guys do not want to trade Julio Rodriguez in a Juan Soto deal, and my only assumption is you're saving him for a Frankie Montas deal, so <laughs> I accept. We will take Julio Rodriguez for Frankie Montas. You're welcome. But assuming that that's not the trade that you're going to offer me, I have a trade offer for you. Uh, I'm going to go with your number four overall prospect, and that is Edwin Arroyo shortstop he's 18 years old he has a lot of potential but he's also 18 and very unproven i think that that is a fair headline of this deal coming in number two in my pr trade proposal we got adam macko he is i don't know 21 he's a lefty i'm reading things off the page <laughs> he is the number nine ranked prospect in the mariner system and then as a wild card throw-in type guy he could end up being, you know, something. Could be nothing. I don't know. He walks a lot of guys, similar to Matt Brash. Maybe he's the next Matt Brash, and that's Travis Kuhn. I want Travis Kuhn as a throw-in, and if I'm going for a second throw-in, give me Larry Bernandez. If you don't know who Larry Bernandez is, look him up, kids. He's fantastic. He was really good. Know your Mariners history. Uh, that's my offer. What do you guys think? I don't know if uh, Larry is active anymore, Jason. Not, I haven't seen him around here in uh, a few years, unfortunately. We miss Larry, though. Larry, Larry's a good guy. Larry's a good pitcher, too. Um, <laughs> so the trade proposal from Jason Burke for Frankie Montes is Evan Arroyo, Adam Macko, and Travis Kuhn, someone we haven't talked about much on here but has been growing a lot of buzz as a uh, ready reliever arm. Uh, pretty electric uh, stuff there from Travis Kuhn. Uh, so what do you think about this deal, Colby? Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, Jason, I would say that uh, you're underselling Edwin Arroyo a little bit here. Uh, I have him as the Mariners number one prospect. He has been crushing uh, the Cal League, showing power that nobody really thought he had. Uh, he's definitely going to stick at shortstop. There's no question about his defense. Can run a little bit. He's got an attitude. I think he can hit. Um, is the power legitimate when he gets to the big leagues in like four years? Uh, I, I think it's probably like 15 home run power, not whatever he's got now, which I think is like 35 home run pace. Um, but he's going to be a very good defender. He's going to run the bases pretty well. I think he's probably going to hit 260, 270, 15 home runs. I, I think maybe you're looking what you're looking at here is like a maxed out physically a maxed out JP Crawford. Um, and then you're going to mm -hmm. give up Adam Mako, who I really like. I have him number 12 in the Mariner system. Um, he's, he's been hurt this year. He's missed some time, but he's got really good, good stuff. It's you, it's, you know, six foot lefty. Typically that's not what you hear, but 95, 97 on the fastball, pretty good curveball. 
uh, throw strikes. Uh, he's been good when he's been healthy this year. So I think that's a really solid secondary piece. And then, um, you know, Travis Kuhn is a guy who is in a lot of people's like top 25 for the Mariners. He didn't crack my top 30, um, but that's just because he's a pure reliever. So to be quite frank, I don't, I don't care about Travis Kuhn. Like if there's one thing I can trust Jerry DePoto to do, it's, you know, go out into the, the doldrums of minor league free agency and find another Travis Kuhn. So uh, I don't have an issue with that. So I think, you know, this pack, like three Travis Coons during the draft. Honestly, I mean, this past week. probably, probably did. I, I just, you know, <laughs> they, they drafted Troy Taylor or whatever his name is twice for a reason. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Travis Coon, fine. Take him. I don't care. You want like, you want Steven Kolick with him too? We'll do it. Fine. Uh, I'm, I'm doing this deal. I really like Edwin Arroyo. He was a player that I, I wanted the Mariners to target in the draft last year. So I've, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, keeping a close eye on him because what can I say? I like it when I'm right. And in this particular case, I was right. So it's, uh, I, I don't want to trade him. I don't want to trade Harry Ford. I don't want to trade Noel Marte, but let's, let's be real here. You have to give up at least one of those guys to get something good. And Montes, I think is a hair better than, than Castillo. I think he's a legitimate number two, uh, I would need to see medicals. I would need to see him pitch a couple times before I make this trade in August. But uh, I think at that cost, I'm, I, I probably have to pull the trigger. Yeah, I think even with the shoulder issue, this is something you just got to do. Plus, I, I think this is a – yeah, I mean, you're giving up Edwin Arroyo, of course, who I think you and I both consider to be the best prospect in the Mariners system. But this does feel – relatively affordable for the Mariners all things considered you know when you think about this market when you think about the state of this market for starting pitching to get a year and a half of Frankie Montes who's a legit you know mid number two high-end number three that's I mean that that's everything you know you you want right now um that's basically the top of the market you know alongside Castillo Lopez etc so to get that guy for you know one of your top prospects and a, and a solid arm in Adam Mako who we both really like and a, and a reliever yeah I'm doing this in a heartbeat absolutely now let me ask you this what do you think is the better offer which deal would you rather do right now the Reds one that Jeff offered or this one from jason trick question the correct answer is to give up deloach and feliz for drury and then on Mm. this side give up uh, arroyo and mako for montas that is the correct answer um i had to pick just one trade because i'm uncreative you know like serving somebody here to my this side it's mirrored i always get it mixed up um you got it right yes but (laughs) um if i had to pick one i I would pick the uh i would pick the montes trade i think he's a better pitcher and i think the cost is is actually a little bit cheaper and again that's coming from somebody who really likes edwin arroyo and i really do like that jp crawford comp and any mariner fan could tell you you know if you you have jp crawford on your farms in your farm system right now uh, Mm -hmm. with a bit more power that's you know a three or four win shortstop that uh, yeah. you're, you have control over for the next 10 years. So it's, 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 not a, it's not an easy thing to give up, but I think you do it. I think you're in that position. Yeah, I think you have to do it. I would rather give up Nolvi Marte in this deal. But Same. I, I'm, I, I'm not too miffed about it to the point where I'm saying no, no. right? Right. Like for me, per, I have Arroyo number one, and I have Noelvi number two. So yeah, 
Yeah. So I I would still do the steal because you're just you're at this point in your season right now. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so close. You're you're already in a playoff position right now, and you're 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 just you're right there on the cusp. You just need a couple more pieces. And Frankie Montes is, is one of those pieces that you really desperately need right now because of the state of your rotation. Your, your rotation has been remarkably, remarkably healthy. And, you know, I don't want to jinx the Mariners here, but there is no guarantee that that's going to continue. Right. There is absolutely no guarantee of that. And on top of that, you have the innings cap for George Kirby looming. You've got to add to the rotation and you should add impact to the rotation as well. And Jerry DePoto also talked today a little bit about, you know, adding someone that's kind of a timeshare on the back end of the rotation. I think they needed to do that as well. But I think you really do need to add that impact towards the top or the or the middle part of your rotation right now. So Montes gets that done. Castillo gets that done. If it's going to cost you, like I said, a dollar ten to to acquire a dollar, you got to do that right now. That's just what the market dictates, and you're not gutting your entire farm system for either one of these guys. Even with these deals that Jason and Jeff have offered, this is, doesn't gut the Mariners' farm system whatsoever. They're still in a very very good place heading into the off season to continue to build on the product right now. So. Yeah, I, I would take both of these deals, uh, and I, I like your idea, right? Just go get Drury and then go get Montes for, for this deal. I think Castillo is just going to be really expensive, and there's a lot of teams on, in on him right now. We've heard about the Yankees. We've heard about the Twins. Those teams have a clear path to the World Series than the Mariners do and therefore might be willing to get more aggressive than the Mariners are. So we'll see how it goes. That's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, D-A-N-E G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11 at C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode, whether you're listening or watching it. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every single day. Now make your second listen of the day Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lynn Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like us. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow.